Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Lots of people talking about the metaverse lately, and it's bringing up a lot of questions. And Facebook parent company Meta is actually now using software to enforce a four-foot zone of personal space for each avatar, so each person that's in it. Um, and it comes as news uh, a few months ago, the New York Times broke this story, calling attention to the problem of, har- of harassment and assault in the VR world. Also in early December, The Verge reported that a, a user of one of these uh, platforms was groped by a stranger. And so what do we do about this? Here to share more is Imran Ahmed, CEO of the Center for Countering Digital Hate. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. Well, lots going on here. Just for context, can you first explain what the metaverse is and what has happened exactly that led to this? Because I think a lot of people would be like, okay, well, how do you get grouped in the metaverse and what is it? Well, the, the metaverse is the next big frontier for big tech. Um, that it's a, Basically, it's Facebook's branded reality. But lots of companies are trying to get into VR right now. It's Facebook that have invested enormous amounts of money. Um, in fact, so much money that their, that their profits were down considerably, which, which really hurt their share price recently. Um, and they are trying to get into this space because they realize that it's the future of, of how we use um, how we use technology. Um, but the problem is that, as usual with Facebook, they've spent vast amounts of money to try and win this market, but they haven't thought about, well, you know, what are the basic rules that we need for safety and how do we enforce them? Yeah, because I think when you're when you're thinking about it, when you're wearing like the virtual headsets and as far as I know, the technology isn't like you're when you're in this metaverse, you're like actually feeling and having like emotional feelings. So I think the the, the question is, is how does one kind of experience grope, being groped or in that way assault, or social, yeah. sexual in that way? Because it does feel like even from this isn't the first time this has happened in VR. I mean, back in 2016, someone wrote a Medium article about their experience. And it, it I mean, from reading that alone, it is a real feeling that they experience, which is so, you know, I mean, sad to, to hear. Well, you know, virtual reality is more immediate. It's more visceral. Like, you Mm. feel it. You can see it. It's all around you. That's the whole point is it's an incredibly immersive environment. And the articles to date, I mean, there's a a, a lady from the United Kingdom who has been featured all over the press in the U.S. talking about how she, the first time she put on a VR headset, she was immediately like flies. They descended on her uh, to sexually uh, harass her and to grope her avatar. But 
our research has actually spent 11 and a half hours nonstop in virtual reality filming what they were seeing. And we found one major infraction every seven minutes of the basic rules of those platforms. So what sort of things did we see? We were seeing things like kids being sexually harassed. We saw um, children being encouraged to use the N-word. We saw uh, someone who was literally preaching the white genocide conspiracy theory. So white, so poor white supremacist conspiracies to that environment. And it, it, it was like listening to a uh, in terms of the, the use of the N-word, it was like listening to a Joe Rogan podcast. There was, you know, one, it was people just spewing it everywhere as though it was, it, was, it was a normal word to use. And that's really what it is in those environments. That these, in these environments, it's become normal for people to use extreme sort of racial hatred. And we know from talking to kids who spend time in there that they've now become really attuned to the fact that they can't trust who it is that's talking to them. It could be another another young person. It could be a sexual predator. Oh, God. Wow. And, like, it's sad because I see the possibilities and there is a positive to all these platforms, but this is, like, a, a huge negative and dark to it. So I guess what are companies doing to make sure this doesn't happen? Well, I mean, you know, just before Christmas, uh, Mark Zuckerberg came out and said, told parents, you can buy Meta's uh, Oculus Quest headset. So they've, they're sort of version 0.1 of the big metaverse they seek to build with billions of users is their Oculus Quest uh, headset. And they said, you can buy that. And he said, we've put safety at the heart of the experience. What we found was you can't, even their reporting system in the app is broken. So just being able to report harm when you see it is broken. And then if you report it, there's no enforcement. So I actually sent those 100 videos that we recorded, those 100 incidents that we recorded directly to Monica Bicker, who's one of the most senior executives at Facebook, and said, there's child sexual grooming in here. You need to get this to authorities. You need to identify who these people are to those authorities. Nothing. We heard not one thing from them. And really, to build a platform with safety in mind, you need to have reporting for when people break the rules. You need to have enforcement if people do break the rules. So if someone breaks the rules in that environment, is using extreme terms, you know, is breaking the community standards that you all sign up to, well, there should be consequences for it. And the, the, the problem isn't that VR isn't an amazing technology. VR is really cool. It's really interesting in so many applications. But once again, Facebook have kind of have got this cool tech, but they haven't put any thought into, well, how do we make sure this cool tech isn't just basically a horrible place to be? Yeah. And we're actually speaking with Imran uh, Ahmed, the CEO uh, at the Center for Countering Digital Hate. And I, I think when you're where there's so much technology, I mean, from NFTs to Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, all these things, even this, it just feels like it's the wild, wild west out there. And if it's already people are already accustomed to a culture that's already kind of being created from people just being able to to do whatever they want to do, how do you wrangle that back in? Is it too late to, to stop people from doing the things that your study and your research shown them to already be doing? How do you wrangle that? You know, pretty much every industry in the U.S. is kind of subject to the law. So, like, if you make cars, if you run a cafe, there are that you have a duty of care to your users. But the funny thing is that the only industry in the entire United States that's been given a special 
immunity from the normal duty of care that every company has to abide by is big tech, internet companies specifically. And that was because a law was passed back in 1996 um, by, you know, by Congress, which said essentially that nothing that's put on there by another, by so a third party on your platform, you have no liability for it. And that's created a, a, you know, it's created legal immunity from having to care about the impact of what happens on your platform. Mm -hmm. And it's created a generation of tech executives who think that they can monetize, they can make money out of their technology and other people's content. And they don't have to worry about what the impact is of that Uh content. Actually, there's a really big push now. And it's, it's funny, I gave evidence to Congress just before Christmas and I, I, Republicans and Democrats are on the same page and I, I kind of made fun of them. I said, you know, to a Brit, it sounds like you guys are actually in agreement on something for once. Maybe you should, uh, you should team up on this one instead of shouting at each other all the time. And I think, you know, that the, 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 I made the point in a very, in a very uh, sort of British way, but uh, it's, it's really important to remember that actually Congress made this and repeal this law. So it's, yeah, there's other people sort of calling for it, people like Sasha Baron Cohen and others who've said it's time for us to repeal Section 230 mm. and actually bring back the duty of care to, to big tech because big tech has thought that it can get away with too much for too long. Yeah, and of course, this is what your organization just does. Quickly uh, tell us more about what you're, what you're working on um, and your mission. 30 seconds. I, very simply, we were set up in the wake of the assassination of a colleague of mine, a, a politician in the United Kingdom. When we looked into it, we saw that it had been someone radicalized by the drip drip of misinformation. And we've been trying to disrupt the networks who use hate and misinformation to cause harm ever since. Um, and part of it is down changing the laws so that these companies that, that know what's going on, that know how much harm is being done, start to feel the heat a bit more. So it's not just us in society that bear the cost of their tech, it's them as well. Okay, that was Imran Ahmed, CEO of the Center for Countering Digital Hate. Thank you so much for being here on the work that you do. My pleasure. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.